Hi, I'm Anna Olson, and you're listening to We're Not Kidding, a podcast devoted to sharing stories surrounding the child-free life. As a life coach, I'm passionate about helping women feel confident and empowered in their choice not to have children. And I believe that by sharing our stories, we help break the stigma. So let's dive in. This episode was recorded before the Supreme Court ruling that overturned Roe v. Wade. And in light of recent events, I wanted to remind you listeners that I offer free one hour long consultation calls for prospect coaching clients. But in light of recent events, I would like to offer that space, um, those free calls as a place to process and support you if, if anyone needs that right now. And my website is currently under construction, so I realize that that link is not easily accessible. So if you are someone who would like to take that opportunity, go ahead and email me. My email is Anna at AnnaOlson.com. That's A-N-N-A-O-L-S-O-N. So again, that's Anna at AnnaOlson.com. Um, go ahead, reach out, let me know, and I can send you that link if you want to book that slot. Otherwise, my email is also a space to to connect and and for support. So feel free to just email me and just know you're not alone, whatever you're feeling right now. And now for our episode. All right. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm super excited. Today we are talking with the lovely Sina. She is a coach for child-free women and also those who are ambivalent or indifferent or struggling with the decision. Um, and she is from Germany. And so if you are in a German speaking country and would like to work with Sina, I will definitely have her information in the show notes. You're going to want to go check out her Instagram regardless because it's phenomenal. And um, yeah, without further ado, Sina, thank you for being here today. I'm so excited to be speaking with you and to have you on the podcast. Would you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Anna, thank you so much for having me here on the podcast. Um, my name is Sina. I'm uh, 35 years old. I'm a coach for child-free women, as you just said. Um, I'm from Germany. I'm living um, next to Frankfurt am Main. And um, yeah, it's a little bit exciting for me to be here on your podcast and not speaking German, but um, speaking in English. And um, I hope um, everybody understands me and um yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm working with child-free women since the beginning of this year, but I'm also working as a coach for women since 2020. And um, I'm a social worker too. So um, for the last like 10 years, I worked as a social worker and then um, I started my coaching business and that's what I'm doing now. Mm. Seems like you have a passion for helping people. Yeah, true. I have a I have a passion for people and their stories, actually, and hearing about them, uh, hearing about um, how they are managing and navigating their lives and their um, challenges, and um, yeah, maybe to support them a little bit to um, get through their challenges. Mm, that's beautiful, and so is your English. I just want to say. <laughs> You're... <laughs> I'm trying my very best. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to know a little bit more. How did you come to the decision to be child free yourself? 
for me, it was kind of a hard decision. You know, there are these women that say when they are like in kindergarten or in preschool or so, say, oh, um, I don't want to have children. I, I don't want to play with um, like dolls. And that's not for me. But for me, it was different. I think I am raised in a very traditional family and I'm always... I was always thinking, okay, I'm going to be a mother the time when I'm like about 25 or something. And then um, I moved out, I went to university and I started working and I turned like 25 and I was always thinking I have so much time left and I don't know if this is for me. And I had this feeling, okay, maybe it's not for me. I discussed it with friends, with my colleagues, and I always had the feeling, even if there were some other women that said, oh, yeah, I have this feeling too, maybe it's not for me. I always had the feeling that for me, I was like more serious about this feeling that it's not for me, because I always had the feeling that they were like, okay, maybe when I'm older, but for me, I had deep inside of me this feeling, I think I will never like want to have children. And I think I, I always had this feeling that there was something missing in me, this great wish or this great need to have a child in my life. I never had it. This was very hard for me because I always had the feeling that a woman has to be a mother, should be a mother, and that if I'm the only one who wouldn't be a mother or wouldn't have this feeling inside of her and wouldn't like have this lifestyle with motherhood and family and stuff, that I'm missing out some somehow. And that was very hard for me. And um, I was thinking about this many years and I was like going back and forth in my mind with this um, thoughts and um, sometimes I was thinking okay maybe I should just try it and maybe everything will be fine but I had this feeling no I can't do it and then there was this day um, that I thought okay stop I, I don't want this anymore I don't want to hide with my with these feelings that I have or don't have as you want it and I just want to live my life and if I don't feel it, I don't feel it. And that's okay. But this was kind of a long like process in my mind with my own thoughts. And I often had the feeling in this whole process that it would be so much easier if there would have been a person with who I could have talked about all of that. Like not only a friend or not any professional, but a person who would have had maybe the same thoughts and uh, understanding for for this for this whole topic and maybe a person who would have gone through all this process on her own but is like on another stage right now and that uh, that was something that yeah brought me to the point when I was like um, when I made my decision and when I years later I, I went to coaching school and then when I finished that I was thinking well I would love to support these women that are in this process that I was on my own for so mm. many years yeah yeah first of all I'm curious of a couple things if I can ask how old were you when you came to the decision like when that moment of clarity came for you do you remember I I, I get this question so many times in the last few months and weeks and I can't say it exactly I think it was when I'm about like 30 years old but there was a little bit back and forth then because I was 
kind of made the decision for my own but um i didn't dare to go out because i thought okay maybe i'll change my mind and there were like some kind of of, of rebounds you know like yeah. back and forth but then so there was a little time between when i made my own decision till the day when i said okay i'm i'm gonna go out with this decision but it was i think around about my 30s and okay. now i'm 35 yeah I think your example shows so well how, for some of us at least, I resonate a lot with your journey. I had a similar one and I definitely navigated feelings of thinking there was something wrong with me or some part of me Mm. was missing, especially when I heard women talk about they couldn't wait till they could have a child or having that like desire that I just didn't have and thought, okay, well, one day maybe it'll click for me. And then it became, maybe it's never going to click and what's wrong with me. But also then your story shines a light on for some, how it isn't just like a decision. There is sort of a linear or not even linear there. There isn't a linear progression. There is this back and forth. There is coming to terms with it for yourself. That's one feels like one big step. And then getting to a place where you're comfortable enough to share that with others is another step to navigate. And yeah, that really strikes me. And I relate to that a lot. Yeah. And I think it's so important to like, you know, I love how you went to coaching school and then realized, okay, I could help women going through what I went through. And I've also been a child-free coach heard from a lot of women who do need that safe space to navigate this and in a judgment-free zone. Um, I've heard a lot of people, unfortunately say that like, you know, they try to talk about it with their therapist and I'm not saying that this is all therapists, but I do think that it's indicative of some of the biases around this choice. The fact that there is still stigma where even someone like a therapist has a hard time maybe with this issue if, uh, sometimes. And so women have come to me being like, I, I, I couldn't talk about this with my therapist and they needed another outlet to navigate this decision. Have you found that? Yeah, absolutely. And for me, um, what, what I think is very important besides what you said is that when a woman comes to me and, and, and she's like, I haven't decided yet and mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I won't like force her to be child-free only because I am child-free and that's not the point because that's sometimes there's a little bit confusion about this like okay you're a child-free coach so when a woman comes to you you will tell her that she has to be child-free too and I'm like no but this judgmental free room what you said um, I think for us child-free coaches it's easier to offer because we know this this situation and we have been in this situation and I think like a, a therapist or another coach or any person who hasn't been in this situation and always like had this desire to have a child and to build a family and never have been in the struggle will will never like offer this judgmental free room because they they can't imagine how hard it can be to to put under this pressure and so for me it's it's not my my work isn't about saying okay every woman has to be child free but every 
woman should have the right to make her own choice and um, I'm always saying okay if a woman comes to me and we're like working with each other and she figures she will figure out that she wants to have a child and if it's her desire I, I'm going to say okay cool that's your way so um, congratulations that you figured this out for yourself yeah absolutely thank you for saying all of that I think that that is such a good perspective to the fact that I think you and I, because it wasn't a definite no for either of us, that we did have to navigate the choice and that it was a struggle to come to. And I thought I would be a parent someday, just mm. assumed that that was, you know, cause that's all I saw. That's what you do. Uh, it didn't occur to me that not having kids was an option until adulthood. And so I think that, you know, we have that lens of what it's like to navigate the decision that it's not an easy decision and that it is a decision and that it's what's best for the woman. And as coaches, I think we're doing our job, right. If we're able to reflect their, you know, it's mirroring, it's mirroring what your client is saying, thinking, feeling, and just giving them their own thoughts back. It's not putting your thoughts on top of their yeah. thoughts. Yeah, true. Um, especially when it comes to this topic, it's so important that there is a safe space where this woman that goes through so much pressure from every side has the feeling of relief, like relaxing. Okay, take a deep breath and just like relax for this, I don't know, one hour and let's just talk about it. And it's okay. Every, I don't know, every thought, every feeling, whatever comes now, it's okay. Because what I experience from the women that I work with is that they are put under so much pressure and that they are, some of them are kind of losing themselves in it because they can't hear their, their own voice anymore because there's so much pressure from, you know, outside, from family, from friends, from colleagues, from, I don't know, society, TV, whatever, Instagram, yeah, you open Instagram and I don't know um, what your bubble is because we are child-free coaches, but when you're, uh, when you're not a child-free coach, you open Instagram and there are so many mommy blogs and um, which is fine, totally fine, but um, it's, it's common to have kids. Everybody has kids. And I think it's so important to show the other side and to give this these women um, yeah, this, this room to like breathe and find their own voice again. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I feel like someone who lost my own voice for a while too. So that resonates as well. Um, just, it's so easy to take on the pressures and the expectations. And I think especially as women, um, or any marginalized group and, you know, that as you were speaking, there was something when you were giving your own backstory that I wanted to ask about, which was you were describing how, you know, you felt, I'm not sure exactly how you worded it, but kind of like there was something wrong with you and, mm -hmm. and not having the desire to be a mother. So how did you break away from that internalized belief? How did you redefine that for yourself? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. It was kind of the decision to to be myself because I had the feeling that when I that I had like red or blue pill like in this movie Matrix, yeah, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> like, okay, I could, or maybe three options. Okay, I could get some children just to be like anybody is, is and, and, and live a life like anybody does. And I would be unhappy because I felt that this wouldn't be my way. I think I would have managed it anyhow. Um, I think every human can manage anything. So, but it wouldn't have made uh, wouldn't have made me happy. So that was the one thing. And then there was this other thing that I thought, okay, I can like decide to have no children and feel guilty for the rest of my life because I'm not like I should be. Uh, because like society wants me to be or anybody wants me to be I don't know or I could just decide to be myself and accept myself as I am in this uh, topic yeah I think I just decided for the for the uh, third option because it felt like so much more natural to me like mm -hmm. to be my um, yeah to be myself I believe that we have only this one life. I don't know, maybe some people have some other belief, uh, beliefs, but I decided to live it and to own it and to be happy. And so that was the only way for me, I think. Mm. Yeah, I love that you could see the three paths and it sounds like a lot of unhappiness in either, in two of them, you know, and one felt like you. And so you were able to be like, okay, I'm not going to take on the guilt. I'm not going to take on societal expectations just to fit in. I'm going this way because this is the one that feels right for me. Yeah. And when I made this decision and said, okay, I'm going, I'm just going to do it. Like I desire, I'm just going to be like, I desire to be things became so much lighter in so many ways because I suddenly had the feeling that I have so much time left because before I was always thinking like when it came to career or to traveling or uh, other, um, other things, I was always thinking, oh, now I'm 29 or whatever, um, how many years left and when can I do this? When can I do that? And suddenly I had the feeling like, okay, I don't care. I can do whatever I want because I have all the time left and all the space in my life left for me and for what I desire to do. And um, also I had the feeling that, okay, now when I was able to make this hard decision on my own, I can do so many other hard things. Then yes. I, I think um, uh, about the book, you know, from Glennon Doyle, Untamed, uh, she yeah. says it, we can do hard things. And yeah, since I made the decision, I I, I have this feeling mm. I can do so many things because I managed to make this decision. And now, yeah. Yeah. I feel similarly, I feel like my whole world opened up a bit more. Yeah. Um, and I, I felt more myself and I felt more like there were just more possibilities for me. Yeah. 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 And some of my clients, she just wrote me a few um, weeks ago. Um, I have the feeling as if my boundaries were smashed and that I, I could relate to this because there was kind of a feeling that I also have, like, as you said, my world opened up and so many more possibilities showed up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. Speaking of clients, what have been major takeaways or the things that you've learned from working with child-free women? That there are so many different child-free women. I have to laugh a little bit about it because I knew that it would be that way, but now experiencing it, I'm like always 
like surprised and I think wow this is so this is so exciting because there are so many different and interesting women that I get to know and some of their challenges that they are navigating are um, like similar but they are also different and their personalities are so different and um, that makes it makes it so exciting and that shows me that there is such a need for this work that we are doing because they are so like a variety of like challenges and obstacles that they are facing and it's so cool to see how how they are like I don't know how to call it evolving or like yeah getting stronger and like overcoming this yeah yeah what do you think for them is the biggest impact of your work together it's the gaining of self-confidence they begin to hear themselves again mm -hmm. um like discovering themselves again I would say yeah it, it helps to talk I think often it's just the talking with a person like I said in the beginning um speaking to a person that's that won't judge you and that understands you that helps a lot yeah I've been amazed at like you were speaking of there's no one child-free woman, right? We're all very different. We have different yeah. experiences. We have different motivators. We have different visions for our lives. And even women who I probably would have looked at and thought they had everything figured out still struggle with yeah. this. Yeah. And I think yeah. it speaks to just how pervasive the I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but just how strong the pressure to have kids is and, and yeah. that it can trip up the yeah. confidence of, of any yeah. woman. Yeah, that's true. That's something that I learned too, uh, which I didn't knew that there are so many women that say like, okay, not I'm ambivalent or I'm on the fence that say, hey, I'm child free and that are very like strong in their decision, as you said, um, sometimes struggle with their decision because of something a loved one says, or I often get to know uh, women that are like in relationships Uh, for a very long time, maybe since their early 20s, and now they're in their 30s. And it's the first time that they are speaking with their partners about like getting children or not. And then um, they discover, oh, he wants and I don't want or maybe the other way around. And that is very, that is very difficult. And even if these women are like, um, made the decision for themselves, it's very hard to make the decision. Okay, will I stay with this partner and maybe have this, um, yeah, this problems with, um, I want, I don't want my whole life or should I, should I separate? Um, um, and should I end this relationship? That's very hard. Yeah. Because in the beginning, when I started as a coach for chat women, I always thought, okay, um, most of my clients will be the ones that haven't made their decision yet, who don't know if they want or don't want, but that's not true. I think more of my clients are already child-free, but have struggled with the pressure, with boundaries um, yes. and feeling free and feeling, yeah. very, and feeling gen genuinely happy with their decision. I am like my face. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, yes, this has been my experience too. I thought I yeah. would have more women yeah. struggling with the decision and I have, and I do Me work too. with those yeah. women too. And I, mm -hmm. and I love working with them. 
I think people who've never thought about it might be surprised that someone who's navigating the decision, how much mental energy goes into that and how, um, you know, there is just this desire to have it decided to sort of put that to rest. But that said, I have been surprised as well that most of my clients have been women who'd made the decision and then were either questioning it for some reason or, um, Well, yeah, I think that's probably it. Like most of them have been women who had been either like always knew they didn't want kids and then something happened in their life and they're like, wait, maybe am I wrong about this? And has them second guessing things or needing help with boundaries and navigating that. Yeah, true. And that makes me think about uh, what you uh, said about uh, like some therapists or some other coaches so often. Um, my clients tell me, um, oh, I talked about you. I, I talked about the coaching with my friend, with my best friend or something. And she said, oh, okay, hmm, you're doing this. Um, do you think you, do you really think you need this? And I think this question shows um, how less understanding there is for the pressure and the, how, how did you call it? Mental, mental energy that goes in navigating through this decision and uh, through these challenges that come with the decision. And to understand this, I think you have to have been in this situation yourself, because I, I often have the feeling that some other coaches or some therapists or some friends or parents or anybody can't understand or anticipate what these women are going through. That's so true. And I think important to highlight because I suppose if you've never navigated it, never struggled with the decision, just always knew you wanted kids or maybe on the opposite side, always knew you didn't want kids. Then it's just like, well, there's nothing to figure out. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that there is a large majority of people who fall between those two ends of the spectrum. And yeah, yeah, it is important to have a space. And I've had so many women get on a call with me and it's kind of the first time they've had a chance to just talk openly and they'll apologize. You know, I feel like I just word vomited and it's like, no, that is what we're here to do. Like get it out. Let's talk about it. This is great. This is exactly what I'm here for. Yeah. 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 And I think with this comes the often people say like with my clients, Oh, okay. You don't want kids then just don't have some. And I think it's not that easy. So, (laughs) but, but I think the people, as you said, that always knew that they would have kids, they, they think, okay, um, you could just um, do it the other way around. And I think what these people forget is that when you make this decision, your life will be totally different to the lives that most of your friends have, that your family have, like, because you're not living the mainstream life. And it depends from your, like, from your surroundings. Um, if, if you have like an accepting family or accepting friends, um, how easy or how hard this will be. But it's not like only, um, okay, you don't want kids, then don't have some. It's like, it's a, it's a life decision. And with this decision comes a totally different life. And in my opinion, a very beautiful life, but I think feels not for every um, woman this way in the first place. Yeah, I think of a woman who's going, who's decided she's going to have children 
and how that plays out. Okay. There's like the excited reveal that gets celebrated and there's baby showers. There's so much celebration around that. Now look at the woman who decides she doesn't want to have kids. She doesn't feel like at least myself, maybe I should just speak for myself. It doesn't feel like I can just go out and proclaim this and it's going to be received with congrats and celebration. And no, there is, there is pushback. There is, it's a completely different experience. And I just wanted to hold those two up because if it were the same, then sure, maybe it'd be easy to just not have kids, but it's not the same. Yeah, true. True. And maybe that's oversimplifying things too. I'm not saying that all women have that experience when they decide to become mothers or maybe not every woman, you know, their pregnancy is unplanned and there's a whole bunch of stuff that would go come with yeah, that. Yeah, so I don't want to oversimplify yeah. it either, but I just think if we look at the, how things kind of go in society, it's quite, quite different. And, and the fact that it doesn't feel as celebrated to step forward and say that you're not having children, I think right there points to the fact that there needs to be more understanding of this choice and more compassion for it. Yeah. Talking of the stigma around this choice, how do you think we begin to break the stigma? I think we break the stigma around being child-free when we talk about being child-free. And that's what I think in the US, I have the feeling that it's more common or the movement is bigger. And I have the feeling that in Germany, Switzerland and Austria, we are just getting started. There are very small communities. There are um, very few coaches um, around the child-free lifestyle. And um, we are just getting started talking about it like on TV or on the internet and discussing it. There are a few spaces for um, child-free women. And I think that is important because I have the feeling when we like hide, because for some women, there's um, also shame related to this topic and, and a feeling of guilt. And then they hide and they won't talk about it. I think that leads to more shame and more being quiet about it. And so for me, it's so important to speak up about it and to, to make it a, yeah, to make it a big deal. Yeah, because yeah. For, me it's, for me, it's not a big deal because it's my life and I think it's totally normal. And um, it's also normal as, as um, like being a mother or starting a family in the, in the classic way. But um, I have a feeling that we have to make it a big deal in the beginning so that we have a chance that it's normal one day. So that is my feeling. So yeah. I, won't be, I won't be quiet about it. I will talk about it all day, every day. Yes. I love that. And thank you for doing that. I think when you're talking about someone who might be afraid to speak up about it, feeling shame, which just leads to more shame and more silence. I totally relate to that. That was me on my own journey for, for a portion of it. And, you know, I remember when I first spoke about it publicly on Instagram, I was just amazed with the response and it, yeah, And it was such a good lesson to myself in the power of speaking up. You will find people who also are child-free and, and that was so huge in not feeling alone in the decision and feeling more empowered in the decision. And so platforms like yours that are helping women speaking up about it and also building community are so important. So thank you for, for what you're doing, for being 
loud about it. <laughs> yeah, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for your reels. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> thank I'm you. I'm sharing them. Oh, thank you for that. I do have fun. <laughs> what is the message that you want to put out into the world? I think my message w- would be that being chattery is totally normal. It seems so simple, but it's not. It's not so simple by now. It's not. Yeah. And I hope that we one day we'll live in a world where being child free is as accepted and as normal as, yeah, starting a family in the classic way, being a mom in the classic way, because I'm a dog mom. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, yeah, I think that would be so important. And, and I think being child free for me, like I'm not an antinatalist and um, I don't think that being child-free is better than having children. I'm not about this. I'm about like, I want equality for all these different lifestyles. That's, yes. I'm going for equality and not for like be, saying, okay, being child-free is the better lifestyle. I think every woman should decide on her own what's the best lifestyle for her. Mm. And I don't want a bash some parents or bash some mothers. I think women should be, yeah, united, support each other. That's I important. agree. Yes, I think that is so important. And I think I am completely with you on that. I'm not, I, I don't think that being child-free is a superior choice. I think it's just a choice that's right for some people. And just like being a parent is also a choice that's right for some people. And I want to celebrate those who are excited to become parents and and making that reality true, come true for themselves. Just the way I want to celebrate those who don't want to have kids and are making that reality true for themselves. So thank you for saying that. I, I think that is really important and that supporting each other. I think there is such an opportunity for so much to come from supporting each other's different lifestyles, like the idea that it takes a village and we all have different things we can bring to the table. Absolutely. So as we wrap up, is there anything you would like to say to the listeners, maybe those who are undecided or just, yeah, what would you like to share? Um, trust yourself, trust the feeling, trust this inner voice. I always say when I talk to my clients about like this intuition and this inner voice, I always say your intuition will whisper and it will be like calm. This voice will be calm and it will say you in a calm way where to go. It won't like scream or put you under pressure. And, um, I think it's so important to come back to this inner voice and hear it again and to trust yourself and your gut feeling when something is not right or something feels right then go for it oh I love that the whisper oh that's so true yeah it's the calm voice it's not the loud one okay thank you for that Uh, is there anything else you want to share that maybe we haven't touched on today 
No, I think we like we dived <laughs> through this whole topic. Thank you that you invited me to the podcast. It was a very um yeah exciting experience for me to like um talk about this chai tree lifestyle topic on another language than my own so yeah thank you you did beautifully i am so impressed <laughs> and in awe so <laughs> thank you for being willing to do that because that's really impressive to come record a podcast in your not your native language and do it so well so thank you it's been an honor having you and if people want to connect with you how can they do so? Yeah, if your listeners want to connect with me, they could check my website, www.sina-scheitauer.de or my Instagram account, at Sina Scheitauer. And I think you will have it all in the show notes. So that will be much easier for your listeners um, to look it up there and um, yeah, connect with me. Yes, I will. They will be in the show notes and I can't wait for people to connect with you and follow you because I so appreciate what you're doing. And thank you for this lovely conversation. It was such a joy and I'm, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. So thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Anna. Hey, don't go yet. I have something really exciting to share with you. I created a community for child-free people. That's right, a place for us all to hang out, get to know each other, and become friends. So if you could use some more child-free friends in your life, please come hang out with us. It's like we have our own private social media network. Inside the club, we have weekly virtual meetups via Zoom. We have a community feed with ongoing posts and discussions so we can continue our friendship outside of our virtual meetups. And down the road, we're going to have in-person meetups and take these relationships offline and in-person. So if you want in, head to wnk-club.com. That's wnk as in we're not kidding, dash C-L-U-B dot com. I can't wait to see you in the club.